Hello and welcome to the long-anticipated return of the JV Squad podcast. I'm yes, after a uh, wonderful trip to Belgium to visit our corporate daddy, we Real- are finally back. <laughs> Realistically, finals week kind of kind of turned me sideways, turned me upside down, and shook all the change out. Yeah, that's what that's what the kids are calling it to stay final. Yep, that's that's what it is. But yeah, long-awaited fifth episode. We're you know we're we're getting close to making a mark somewhere in, on the internet. Yeah, even if it's like one of those invisible scratches that you see from the the glow pens or the ultraviolet pens, I should say. We're making some kind of a mark. You're not going to notice it, but it's there. So I'm Jew Bear and along here with the Nooch. Snoochie Poochie. And we are going to talk. Something. Wanna, I don't know. Yeah, we're, we're just going to talk and hopefully you listen. I mean, we're, we're not going to say it's going to be good or anything, but you're, we're just going to talk and hopefully we don't put you to sleep. I honestly was thinking we could talk about the turtle reproductive system, but I, I think sports thinking, might be a little better to talk I about. I mean, I was thinking we could talk politics because there's nothing wrong with that. Like, nothing nobody wrong. will ever get mad with politics. Nothing divisive there to talk no, about. No, why not? But let's start today. You didn't see the new Space Jam movie, right? No, and I probably won't be caught dead because I. All right, I'm gonna be straight up honest. As much as I wanted, everybody wanted a new Space Jam with LeBron James. I don't but, know who those people are. I never wanted this. I mean, I wanted it because he's the only player that's actually elevated himself to the level of Michael Jordan. He is transcended basketball in only Michael Jordan. I should say in only the way that Michael Jordan has. His branding, his his he has a very diverse portfolio. And I feel like, obviously, when you think about basketball nowadays... He is kind of the Michael Jordan of this current era as yes. far as, you know. And it only made sense for him to make a Space Jam movie. Uh, he, if there was a sequel to Space Jam, it had to have LeBron James. Yeah. Now, as far as I know of, there's no ties to the Michael Jordan version. I think there was... I, I've heard there's a cameo with Michael Jordan in the movie. I'm not sure in what capacity it is. Okay. I mean, I've heard there was like a joke by Bugs about it, mm. but that's it. And like seeing the trailers, okay, so trailers today give away a lot more than they should. Yeah. So, so it seems like the plot like just evolve, uh, revolves evolve. around I was gonna say evolve evolved around yeah um, it's a Pokemon it evolves yes it yeah, evolves no. that was a speaking of movies that was a wonderful movie Prote- uh, Detective Pikachu oh yeah that was a good movie but going back to Space Jam it was like so like the trailer like pretty much gave away the plot and it's yeah. the kid uh, LeBron's kids get oh which. I want to see if they, he's gonna actually like if they actually got his actual kids to be. I in think the movie. they did. I I because I, I, I don't know why they wouldn't. Um, yeah. I don't think M like MJ. Yeah. In his movie, I don't think those were his actual kids. Well, you know, Hollywood. Hell, I don't even think it was his actual family. But obviously, yeah. Yeah, it's, I think it's the it's like the Goon Squad this time. I don't even know. Well, no, because that was the first time. It was the Goon Squad, was it? No, no, Monstars. Yeah. Like. Cause like that's another thing. Like there's no like there's no NBA All Star team for the Monstars or whoever the the bad guys in this film. I actually think the Monstars are making an appearance, but yeah. I don't know if they're the actual bad guys again. No, I don't think. Um, well, I think I I heard and from what I've seen, Don Cheadle is like an overarching bad guy. I don't. It's like a computer program almost. Okay, so there's no reason for these characters to get NBA All Star. Like that was one of the cool things. 
yeah. about the original Space Jam plot that it wasn't just Michael Jordan, but he was like the hero. And like these monsters, they had the talents of Charles Barkley and uh, Magic Johnson. Patrick De- Ewing, they Patrick took Ewing, it, yeah. De- uh, I think Dikembe Mutombo was another one as no. well. No, no, not. I mean, was not a- not one of the ones that they showed. It was. I remember Patrick. I remember it wasn't Larry. No, I think Larry Bird. They also got. If I, I'm not I don't know if he was actually like. Oh, it was no, a, no, he just it was a white Russian guy. But Larry Bird was in the. He movie. was just with him on the golf course. Yes. He was. He, he didn't get yes, his yes, like, yes. talent taken. But you know, I I kind of am hesitant. Nothing says bad guy like Don Cheadle playing a computer program. But Don um, Cheadle. Avengers. He was in the Avengers. He's um. I forgot what exactly he played. I don't really care See, about Marvel. Name, I'm gonna. Yeah, that yeah. That name sounds familiar to me it's just like i like oh i know who that is yeah but yeah so like that movie doesn't really interest me a lot yeah i mean i'm wearing as much as i thought i would want it yeah it it doesn't interest me sitting here wearing my original toon squad number exclamation point those jerseys are horrible they are like because i love i'm not sure if you know this about me but um and i'm not saying this for the podcast this is like actually how i am i one thing i love about sports is sports, like, jerseys and brands. Yeah. Like, franchises and, like, sports stadiums. So, like, I love, like, just watching the creative process, how a brand or an identity of a sports team comes about. Yeah. And, like, and I love, like, when new when teams release jerseys, I love, like, having discussions about that and, like, seeing how they're, you know, seeing their process. This is, like, why do they come to those solutions? Honestly, some of the best times that I've had watching sports, not because... Like just seeing some of the alternate uniforms or like yeah. the throwbacks that some people... um like that's one of the like you could ask a lot of people most of them are casual fans yeah but then they do get into like the hardcore if they you know commit themselves to it a lot of people just choose their teams because they like the jerseys or they like the team name or something like that so identity goes a huge like an identity of a franchise goes a longer way than some people may think well I I look at it this way when you when you start watching a team, you may you may like it, a certain person on the team. You might yeah. like you know you might like the the organization how they're running everything. But at the end of the day, management's going to change, teams are going to change, identities are going identities will change. But what won't change is that logo. What won't change is the um, reason. Yeah, I mean like they might realistically, you know, as a Steelers fan, obviously I I liked Heinz Ward when I was growing yeah. up. I liked you know Jerome you know, Bettis. Those are the, like I, those may like those long. Sorry to cut you off but no, those okay. like long standing teams like the Steelers yeah. like the Yankees the Cowboys the Celtics the Lakers these huge brands yeah. these yeah these ho- huge brands that really can't as much as like some corporate stooge may want to change the look and like have this fresh new identity they can't because it's so I like iconic yeah. and like you look at the Steelers you look at the Yankees you look at the like you look at these teams they barely touched their uniform and their logos and their identity they barely touched it over the so many amount of years and like especially like for the Steelers and for the Yankees and hell, I would say even for the Cowboys, and the, I keep on repeating the same teams, but like a lot of these teams, the only reason their uniforms get slightly adjusted is because of like a league-wide uniform mandate. Well, yeah, like, when um when it switched from Adidas to Nike, at least the Steelers, are you, uh, uh, the Steelers, I'm saying they used to have the Adidas uniforms, and then they switched to the Nike. And okay, because they, they kind of tried cleaning up some of the things, but like brands, yeah. I understand like when brands like, change, you're gonna the, get a slightly different uniform. Yeah, I, 
okay. So, because I know the Packers had Reebok. Yeah. The Packers had Reebok before uh, the Nike came in. And, like, like, but, yeah, like, like I know one thing, the one major change that I know um, of the Steelers, if you go back to before, I want to say, like, maybe 95, 96, it was right after the Packers beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl, okay. in the Superdome. Yeah. The Packers and the Steelers had almost identical uniforms at the time. Like, I remember there was a number of years ago where the Steelers released, like, a, I guess they called, like, a throwback jersey, but it literally looked the same as their normal jersey, but, you know, the more, because the classic. Because well, yeah, they had the different the different. It was um, the numbering. different numbers. Yeah. They had to change that because it was literally, they looked exactly like the Packers jerseys. Like, you look at the Packers jerseys from the early 90s and you look at the Steelers, the only real difference is the green. You're referring to, like, the away versus... No, I'm talking... Well, well, even in the black and green, because, like, the black and, like, the Packers had, back then, had, I don't know, I think it was just because it was the way the jersey was made, the green ended up being a little, like, darker. Because today, it's more of a lighter green. It is. At least the jersey is more of a lighter green, you know, on the pants and on the helmet, it's still, like, a dark green. Well, honestly, if if you're looking at both of their away uniforms, they're very similar because they have the white with the yellow pants. But what I'm like what I'm talking about like before they did like before the Steelers did the number change. Yeah. They were identical because they both had the same numbers and the striping was the same. Yeah. Like the striping was the same. Packers, you could tell cuz of the helmet, but like the the pants, the only difference was the striping on the pants. Yeah. So they had to change the numbers and that's why I think the Steelers put the logo on the the jersey. That's like that's when they did the logo on the jersey. That's when they changed the numbers and that's why the Packers had to uh change their striping on their jersey to what they wear today. Yeah, no, it, and it's it's interesting seeing similar. some of the small alterations that teams make yeah. over over and, the years and like just to just to like I guess kind of whether it's to get a throwback to like yeah. a, a time a more successful time. Like I've seen or some teams kind like of do throwbacks or it's just like to correct the mistakes. Yeah. Like they think they oh they make an adjustment here to or I should say um an adjustment here yeah. to make their jersey you know they think to make it look better but the fans don't end up don't liking it. Well, I actually there's there's one good example that I remember in football. Obviously, I wasn't alive during this time. Oh. The 60s and 70s, the Browns had a great uniform. They had just the white top with the black pants and everything. Or brown. Br- yeah, brown. Well, black, brown. Yeah, they kind of I don't remember them actually having black. It was more br- it was more of a very dark brown, but they in the 80s they decided to change it. They did the orange pants with the brown tops, and it was just oh, no one really, no one was really a fan of that I back don't then. Think, and then they went the back to their original look later. It's not as bad as what they tried. I thought. See, here's the thing, right? I had the same uh, team in mind. Yeah. But I thought you were gonna go with the uh, what they tried to do earlier in this decade oh, when they yeah, did yeah. that redesign. It was horrible. It's almost as bad as another one that I hated was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers when they did that redesign. Are you talking about? the creamsicle no 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 oh you're I'm talking about when they did the alarm clock numbers the ones that they literally just changed yeah. out of no i don't i didn't like that either and like i like i loved that the the design that they won the super bowl with and like the one thing with the browns right the one thing see i liked i love that they switched back to their classic designs yeah but the one thing that they took from the redesigns that i love is that 
they did do they kept the darker like the dark colors because that's one thing like with the redesign they introduced a new orange and a new brown yeah the brown was darker and the orange was more orange like it wasn't a light like it was like an actual orange and they kept those lo- those colors so the face mask one thing i hate about football with the exception of the cowboys and the raiders is teams, the colored face mask the gray face mask oh, okay i hate gray face masks on t- on helmets that don't have like or, or at least with teams that don't have gray in them like, i mean with the gray giants is, gray is a pretty neutral color it's not like they're going out of their way and putting like a yellow face mask on white like, is much better i i agree but if you're gonna go in like, another if you're gonna pick something other than white or black i guess if you want to because they're again think, they're pretty neutral i don't think regardless. gray should be the color because like you look at like what the browns what they had or if uh, like a team today you look at the giants that gray face mask to me kills the look i i hear what you're saying i would like to extend an olive branch when you see them playing i don't think unless you're really paying attention to the face mask i don't really think it's that big of a not issue well, issue's mean, the wrong word because i'm a uniform guy yeah so like to me the face mask is honestly the last thing i'm worrying about like as that's far as... one thing the bills they've had a great when they did that redesign of their jerseys from the uh like the dark blues and the red helmets to the more classic with the white helmets and the blue like the the more royal blue jerseys yeah they had that white helmet with a gray face mask and that like like i said that would kill me but this year they're changing it i don't know i forgot if they're i think they're doing a white face mask but they're going to like a white face mask and i'm like okay that's much better because it it, like it's cleaner like that's why i said it doesn't matter for me with the cowboys or the raiders because they have gray and especially like their helmet is gray so okay that goes with the helmet but like for me like especially like a team like the giants it's a blue helmet with you know white the white logo on it with a red stripe honestly i whenever i hear the giants i just think back to those 90s those 90s when they had the giants when they had giants across i I like that whole look i liked a lot better i'm gonna be honest i like the ny better Uh, i like the ny I like the NY better because it's like it's more condensed. Yeah. But like that don't get me wrong, I like that giant's word mark, it's not bad. Yeah. No, I, I honestly just, like I that. I prefer look. the NY better. I personally like the darker blue. I like that giants written across. And like fans, like fans, like we got fans. <laughs> um but like I could talk about uniforms and jerseys all day. Yeah. Like one thing I didn't like the Jets when they did the reason like it's not the new one? Yeah, the new ones. They're not they're not effectively bad. I think it's more of a parallel move. They kind of were like they kind of were like we're going to try to make it better and then they kind of made something that Sleep. is pretty much it, it, like you get kind of the same response as far as like like people like, liking it's it. It's not bad to me, but it's just more of they had a really good look that they went away from. Yeah. It's kind of like with the Devils. When they, when we had, the last two times they've done this with the Reebok Edge jerseys back in 2007, 2008. Yeah. And then in 2017, 18, when they had the um, the Adidas Ad Zero, I think it's called, they had like a league-wide redesign. And like, so the Reebok Edge, a lot more teams like changed up their look. Certain teams like the Devils, Blackhawks, and the Devils, Blackhawks, Red Wings are the only teams that I know of. Oh, and the Rangers. Those are the only four teams that I remember that made literally no changes. Mm. I thought you were going to so, start talking about the retro, the reverse retro jerseys. Um, no, 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 no. I mean, we we might. Uh, we might talk about them. But... That's a whole different... Uh, I just, as a, as a Blues fan, I look at them and I'm like... Ugh. I, I get it. Here, 
let me just finish this, right? Yeah. So they, so those four teams didn't change when they did the Reebok Edge redesigns. Pretty much every other team had made some, effectively made some change to their look. So ten years later, when they, when Adidas comes in, most teams didn't change their look. Now there were some teams like the Avalanche who went back with a more classic design. There were some teams like I know Boston, like cleaned up their jersey a little bit. Yeah. The Devils did a change that they wanted to reflect more of their time in Kansas City and Colorado. They wanted to add that like into part of this jersey, but I feel like it falls flat because I one one thing about these jerseys is I think they're unfinished. Yeah. In 2019, they brought back the retro design, but they did for the first time they did the white version instead of the red version. Yeah. I love it. I, I I'll take that. Because I'm not a fan of the green look. Like, I'm not a fan of the red, white, green devils. Like, I prefer the black logo over the green. I don't know. I like the green. I really like that hint, that splash of green in there. It's literally the same logo. It's just, it's green I just black. like the green I prefer black because, you know, that's, when you think of devils, that's what it is. Well, I think red. I think more like for fire. I think red. But, but I, I get what you're saying. You darker. The point I'm thinking. trying to say is that I'll take the retro designs over what they have now because I like it's not bad but it's in a situation like the Jets like I was talking about they stepped away from I thought was a near perfect look well yeah and that's what a lot of, a lot of teams I don't think realize that they have lightning in a bottle yeah. and then they try to change it they try to change it up one of, one of the examples going back to football the Chargers when they had the powder blue back in the day and then around the 80s I think it, it seemed like the 80s was a lot of a, a time where a lot of teams tried experimenting with their looks. That wasn't even, like, it's not... When they went to the dark blue, I couldn't, I I hated that look. Like, there was, there was, like, decades where every sport went through that. Like, the 90s were, like, for basketball and hockey. They went to it, there was a lot of extreme looks. And when I say extreme, I mean, like, you had the Rockets with their jerseys and the the Pistons and the Islanders, the Fisherman Islander. I I forgot what the... There are some, there are some interesting, and I I feel like a lot of teams don't realize what they have they try yeah. to make it better and then by doing that they make it that speaking about the islander one worse speaking about the islander one that lasted one year yeah so that logo lasted one year and then they reverted back to the old logo but kept the the new jerseys yeah and it's like interesting sometimes to see the reason like it's almost like there are reason different reasons why teams change it's either yeah. they didn't have success with that uniform they didn't like the look of it those are the main two but like yeah like i loved but it the, if there is like a a long or like a huge outcry yeah. from a fan base they can scrap that look i believe the ottawa senators of recent years have been like co- they've always been like contemplating before they went to this i'm not the biggest fan retro of that logo the, the logo where it's like the circle with the helmet and i prefer the one that they have the one where it was like more although of a, I don't like I wish with this logo the one that the, it's a it's their old logo that they brought back yeah they literally so. just brought it back I wish they would have updated it a little bit yeah um I don't like the jerseys that they went with no not at all because because I think they look better in a red home hmm. I mean I love that white jersey but they they changed it up a little bit like that's what they did with that like they it, they went back to their old look but they changed it up a little bit so yeah. it does it doesn't caps. It doesn't uh, capture that full classic look. But well, that's the thing. Sometimes you want to pay homage to the old while trying to kind of do something new yeah. with it, which sometimes works, and other times sometimes it, yeah, it, it doesn't. Just, does not but like 
when we were talking about the uh, the retro, like the reverse yep. retros, like there are some teams that I wish would go to that look. Like one thing is like Nashville. Yeah. I love that jersey. Like I wish they would. Like not a lot of people actually like that. Mm-hmm. But I like that look. Like I wish they would adopt that as their home and then add a white version to make their road jersey. Another team, like I was a fan of Colorado when they went back to like a version of their original jerseys. Well, hell, one team that the reverse retro that I wish the one thing about these jerseys is that there are some teams that brought back amazing jerseys but didn't exactly like have the same like color scheme and i can understand that yeah like uh, i don't i don't even think there's one team that went with a because like that was the thing about the reverse retro it's like it's supposed to be the um, colors kind of yeah the colors are kind of flipped but there was like i think there was like one or two teams that actually did go with just uh a straight copy and paste job. One of those teams is not. Like I think the New York Islanders actually did it. All they did was they brought back a darker version yeah. of their The Islanders jersey. one looks I love here's the thing, I love that color scheme. Yeah. I always have loved the darker version over the royal blue and the the bright orange. Mm. I love the navy when when it comes to the Islanders. I'm not the biggest fan of the navy. I, I I'm okay with it, but I prefer the lighter blue. But like there are some teams like Dallas. Yeah. I wish... I did not like Dallas's reverse retro. I, I wish they were... Like, I understand it's a reverse retro, and you're not supposed to have, like, the exact same colors. I wish they just went with the exact color scheme that they had. The white... Uh, there's... You're overwhelming the with the white Yeah, yeah, the like, jersey. don't get me there's wrong, yeah. too much. It would, the, the, like, if they just straight up brought back... I feel like they would have won... Over or over Colorado, had they just brought back the straight color scheme, because like those jerseys from the the two thousands before the Reebok Edge mm-hmm. were beautiful. Yeah, I did like those. Because around the turn, like, the, the turn of the it was a star. Yeah. Like it legitimately was a star. Yeah. And it, they just look so beautiful. And I like, I like, I always wished like Colorado, because what they did was a uh, Quebec Nordique jersey just yeah. in Avalanche colors. I would, like, I always thought like that would be like a perfect third jersey for them mm-hmm. if they had a Nordique style jersey just with the Avalanche logos and in the Avalanche colors. I thought, that, I, I, I feel like that yeah, would no, be a very good jersey. Yeah, no, I agree with that jersey. completely. Um, like, there are some teams like Columbus, I feel like, had an alright jersey. I think that Columbus, when I, when, I remember when I, when I saw them the first time when they were released them, it felt like I was at the carnival looking at one of those rides where you have all the lights, like, lining the, line lining yeah. the tracks of, like, a roller coaster. Like the, That's how I felt, like, I honestly looked at it and it was like, it looks like, it looks like a magic wand wrapped with, with just lights. Yeah, because the Columbus, with their jersey, right? Yeah. That, to me, does not look well in red. No, I, I prefer the blue backdrop better. Yeah, the like, theirs would be better in blue. Like, another one, oh, one thing, I, one of them I loved was Florida. Florida yeah. had a beautiful one. Nashville had a beautiful one. I loved the Minnesota one. You know what I didn't like? Which one? My team. Yeah, the the blues, blues one, one was... A, those jerseys, those 90 jerseys, they should just stay away from. 
Yeah, I I was never a fan. I mean, like as as a blues fan, um, it's just it, it's rough to look back at, from a fashion standpoint and be like, what were they thinking? Yeah, but I, I, like it's the same thing with me, like with the early Coyote jerseys. Oh my god! Like those are, I like the style. Those are a disaster, I, but it's it, it's so good. It's so good. It's so bad that it's good. Yeah, like there are two right. There are two reverse retro jerseys that I love. Yeah, if they went. Like if they switched a couple of things up, and those are the Flyers and the Lightning, and that's a lot for saying like a rival team. Yeah. So like the Flyers went with a jersey that's similar to their '90s jerseys. I I also believe they wore them in the '80s, but the thing was they swapped out the black where there was white and swapped swapped out white where there was black, except in the logo. I wish they would have went back to the original scheme. Yeah. And, like, bring a, a white version for that. And then bring in, like, the black alternate version. Like, what they had in the 90s. I think that would be an amazing look. I love that look. Partially because that was the look that the Devils came back 3-1. to one I think I top. think my favorite, uh, looking at all of the reverse retro jerseys, I have to give it up for the Minnesota Wild. I, there's That's a very beautiful one, yes. Yeah, I really like the yellow and the green. And My favorite, I'd probably have to say my favorite was... Even the Pittsburgh one, it's simple. Oh. You get the white with the with the lettering going across like the older look. But yeah, I... See, like, yeah, the Minnesota Wild one I loved because it's a legitimate... Like, I feel like they should bring in a green version of that. And yeah. then maybe... And you all you have to do is switch... Like the, the I kind of like the that reds. the lighter colors as opposed to like more of the darker. Although green. I wish the one thing that the wild is bringing more cream, like that cream color works yeah. perfectly for them, mm. especially because of their logo. One jersey I like that I wish I'd see we could see in like either a yellow or a blue version of it is and you like use it as a third is the Sabers. Yeah. Because that was their two uh, thousands alternate, back when they had the red and black. Mm. And bringing that back back was nice, but the other jersey that I wish that would come back, but like a little like if they updated the logos was the Tampa Bay Lightning. I love those pre Reebok Edge jerseys. You see them in a blue instead of a black. I feel like they would be amazing. But like there are some teams like the Winnipeg one. That one doesn't work for me in the new Winnipeg Jet colors. Yeah, no, um, it's it's not the same. It, it it's not the same. Toronto, no, that just didn't hit right. I mean, um, the Toronto one's really not much different. Than, it's not special at all. Honestly, I I always looked at the Toronto Maple Maple Leafs jersey and I was like, there's not much to change unless no. you go completely in another direction. But realistically, they have a good look. But I don't know how you make a reverse retro jersey with. I mean, there's that some look. you could go with maybe like at the St. Pat's. Like yeah. that era. Yeah. Okay. And do like a St. Pat's, but in the blue instead of the green. One jersey that I feel like just doesn't work is uh, the Edmonton one. Yeah, that one's... A... Edmonton is... It's not bad, but it's also not great. No, There's not a lot to it. That, like, I don't feel like they should have went with the like the color scheme that they got. Yeah. The, the orange and the navy blue. Like, they don't... As much as I love, like, navy blue over royal, they don't work in navy blue. Yeah. They should go back to the jerseys that they had uh, before the Reebok Edge. Um, one jersey, another one that I really actually do surprisingly like is Montreal. You know, it's not a bad look. With, everybody with the has always talked about that, like a blue version of their home jersey, 
And to actually see it, yeah. it actually does look good. You know which one I hate? Completely hate? The Red Wings. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, it's, that, it's, it's a I white shirt with, like, univer- a little... That's yeah. universally the number one, like, worst retro jersey. Yeah. Be my, predominantly because, with, especially with Detroit, they've done a lot of, like, retro jerseys. How many can they do? Because yeah. especially with their current look, like, they have been doing that since, like, the 50s. Mm. So there's not a lot. There's not a lot for them to play with. Yeah. Two jerseys that have been seen as, like, a letdown, as long as, like, people have been wanting to see them. It's just the way they were executed in the reverse retro style that people don't like is the Ranger jersey and the Flame jersey. People love those jerseys, like the Flaming Horse and the, yeah. the Lady Liberty jersey. But the, just the way they were executed here just didn't work. I mean, I'll I'll take the Flames one over the if I had to yeah. pick. I'd take the Flames. I mean, one obviously, I as far as look aesthetic. We know. know, like I can't, like I hate them so much. I can't take the Rangers in anything. Uh, here we go. Um, <laughs> the the Whaler one for the Carolina. Oh, the Hartford Whaler look is great. I prefer the gray version, like or not. The gray version of the jersey, but like the gray era. Yeah, the gray version, uh, the the one that they had for reverse retro, I liked a lot. I, I feel like the Hartford Whaler has kind of like run its course with me. Yeah, like I, I'm not like it's it's not like a cool nice thing to see uh, anymore. Not like how like the Nordic jersey one was. Yeah. One that I like that not a lot of people like is Vancouver. I like the gradient. I didn't feel like they made a lot of. I mean, yeah, because it was um, that was a jersey that they had back in the two thousands. Like the mm-hmm. one, but that's another thing. Like if you guys see for everybody that's out there, like back in the two thousands and the nineties, a lot of teams, and you see it here in the retro jersey or the reverse retros, like a lot of teams would go out there, like go like somewhere to left, like they would go so far out there for like when they would do a redesign yeah. like with the blues and the, um, the coyotes when they first came in and then um, with the sabers when they changed their look the, the that flame jersey that third jersey and then the um, the, the wild wing ducks yeah I honestly I look at hockey and then I look at basketball and I'm like basketball is so they have so many different alternate jerseys and- well the hockey's limited it. But I'm yeah. talking about, like, back in the 90s, like, these teams would just go out there yeah. with their looks. And, like, hell, like, you look at some of that that didn't get through. Like, especially here. Um, like, you look at, like, what we were talking about, the Fisherman Islander jersey. Yeah. And then some of the concepts that I've seen that almost happened that didn't. Like, the Quebec Nordiques. Had they not moved to Colorado, they would have had a completely new look that would have been, like, it would have been, it screamed 90s. And the same thing with the Flyers. They almost had another look, like, they almost had a redesign that screamed 90s. And, like, a lot of these teams just, they didn't have, like, a filter. And it's the same thing with basketball. Like, you look at the Nets. Nets went with a couple of redesigns in the 90s. That were very out. It almost feels the like products. when I'm watching basketball nowadays, they're they they come out like every other game with a new uniform or like a like a different well, version. Well, that's one thing. Like basketball doesn't have many uniform rules. Yeah. Like there are a lot of basketball jerseys that are just one one and done. Yeah. Like 
they kind of are thrown out there for like a couple games and then next thing you know they're yeah. gone and then they're on to something else. Yeah, and like hockey, you have to have a jersey for at least, like, if it's not like, if it's a home, road, or alternate, yeah, you have to have it for at least three years. Like for a special time jersey, like they do have special jerseys, like if it's designated as special. So as, I think it's like as long as it's like worn less than like four times. Yeah. It's designated as a special jersey. I mean, there are some weird rules um, with jerseys. Like, I, I think to football, I'm like, you can't have certain. Weirdest. You can't have certain numbers, which like. Well, no, they actually uh, went away with that rule. They Is did. You? No, no, I know they did, but it, it's like just looking back at it, I'm like. And also the helmet rule too. Yeah. That was stupid in yeah. my eyes. Baseball, baseball. It's not about the uniform itself. It's more about how the players wear the uniforms. Where it gets stupid. Yeah. Like I know. Guy who I think it might have been Trevor Bauer. I don't know if it was like this year or last year. It's just something about one of his his own personal logo was showing, and like MLB made such a huge deal about it with him. Yeah. Might have, I don't know. It, it, it was a dollar uh, a Dodger pitcher. That that's the one thing I'm thinking of. Might have been Greinke before he uh, signed somewhere else. Well, I was gonna say Bauer came over only this past year. Yeah. So. So I don't know if it was this year or what, but it was there was a pitcher that had his personal logo show. Yeah. And MLB made it such a big deal. I know the NFL is very big on their cleats yeah. and like gloves, like what you can and can't wear. Hockey, thankfully, like the only like hockey and basketball, I think the only rules are like basketball, the jersey has to be tucked in. That's it. At least those are the only rule that I know of. And hockey is, you can't have a jersey. I think I think the rule is you can't have a jersey fully tucked in. Like it has to be either one side of the shell, or it has to be fully out. Most players wear it fully out. There are there are some few that like I know Ovechkin does a one tuck, but yeah, like hockey really doesn't have those weird rules. Or neither does basketball. Yeah. Um. But like, yeah, with hockey, I know with jerseys, like you have if they're an alternate or home or a road, they have to be worn more than three times. Mm-hmm. And and or, with basketball, yeah, they have to be. Sorry, they have at least worn for three years. Yeah. And with basketball, I mean, there's so many uniforms, but to go to another part of basketball, we are currently as we as we are recording. Near the game end. five just well game five happened game six is on Tuesday which yes. is two days from now and I honestly am a little um, this this playoffs the the whole it's playoffs ha, it's been it's been weird but I think it's been, I think it's weird because LeBron's not in it not only is LeBron not in it we have teams that don't have successful histories and like aren't like seen as like like as good as the bucks are i don't think they're seen as one of the elite teams the suns were never considered an elite team so i mean back when they had steve nash i feel like the phoenix suns were probably at their most not popular but but this is their best season that they have ever had well i mean Um, as far as making it to the nba finals yeah i think this is their first final appearance and same with the bucks Um, oh no this no the the Bucks bucks have been there before yeah, but since the seventies, I think it was. Yeah, I I mean the the so the Suns have been there two times, one in the nineties and one in the seventies. I forgot exactly. Oh, the I years. think it was with Barkley. Yeah, no, they they've made it before. Yeah, well, no, the one they made it to the they've final, never won. They, yeah, but, when but they the won Bucks it to have the won. Final, yeah, 
The Bucks have Bucks won. won nineteen like in the nineteen seventies. Yeah, they they made a big deal. It was uh, seventy one or something. But the point I'm trying to make is that as of recent years, they haven't had a lot of success. Oh no, yeah, these are two teams so, that have been have been itching for success. Yeah, so it's like kind of weird, especially like. After how many years did we have Cleveland and... It always uh, felt like it was Steph Curry and LeBron playing against each other for like a four or five year stretch. It was like them going back and forth. LeBron was in it eight years in a row. Yeah. And then uh, Steph was in it like five or six years in a row. But it's so nice to have like... It's it's not the it's a fresh matchup. Yeah, and it's it's the feeling like it was always Tom Brady in the Super Bowl like every other year. It was the feeling like. That I mean, as of recently, I guess you can look at. You can't really say that for hockey, yeah. because hockey. We this is the first hockey back-to-back champion since uh, since the late nineties. Yeah, I was gonna say it was since Detroit. Yeah. They. I mean, there have been a couple. I guess, quote unquote, uh, you would say dynasties in the, um, in the like, past twenty yeah, years. Uh, like I Chicago, hate to say, it, Chicago, tw- L.A., yeah. yeah, Pittsburgh, a little bit. Pittsburgh had a had it. Yeah. The Devils. They had a... I mean, not in the past 20 years. Yeah. They had the 03. Well, yeah. But, and then before that That was... was three out of four years. Yeah. 20 years ago. Well, yeah, that thing... It, it, like, it's right on the edge of the 20 years. Yeah. I'm referring to just, like, winning it, though. Well, no. They were three out of four years, and they won it twice. Well, they had 95, they had 2000 and 03. They also made it in 2001. No, no, but I'm saying as far as, like... Uh, yeah, I, I guess if you That's wanna, what I'm trying to yeah. say. Like, three out of four years, they were in the finals... And they won twice. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, yeah. In that in that case, I. And they I, were still like a perennial. They were winning their division almost every year. Yeah, and and it's, I just look at basketball, and I'm I'm just so glad, I, I feel like there yeah, are people yeah, who are gonna listen who are gonna be like, oh, you know, LeBron, you know, the superstars are good for the game in any sport that you look at, but it's also nice to see these people that. You, it's you're not next, used to seeing the next superstars. Yeah, and well, and but you have you know on one end you have Chris Paul never won a championship. Yeah, he is he is a top ten point guard in the league uh, in right in, now in NBA history. I think if he, sorry if he wins this title he will be a top ten. I think uh, right now. No, I'm not. I'm not. He maybe I don't know, top twenty, but not top ten. You have to look at you have to look at his whole body of work. Really, the only knock on him is that he has not won an NBA championship. He's, okay, well maybe he's been a very productive. Not player. top five, definitely. Oh not no, top not top. Five. I'm not saying top five. Because like, there's guys like Allen Iverson. I I can't. I'm horrible at names. But like, like I I understand like the point you're trying to make is that. You, it's very good to see. Well, I could a name freshness. a couple. I could name several that you'll definitely agree: Isaiah Thomas, John Stockton, yeah, Magic Johnson, Stockton. Steve Nash. Here are John Stockton <laughs> and Isaiah Thomas. Hey, we have our first guest. Her name is Siri. Uh, everybody, her name is Siri. Yeah, but yeah, no, he's he's not he's he's not top five. No, he is he's top ten. He's on the lower end of to- of the top ten. But I'll tell you this: He wins a championship, and he definitely has a better case. Yeah. I mean, you can go back to the the very you know go back before our time, very far back before our time. You had Jerry West, you had Oscar yes. Robertson, you know, you had these people who you can't you can't tell me that Chris Paul is better than them, and I completely agree with that. But I think he wins the title. He is in that top ten. 
conversation. I don't say he's top five personally for me. But and then you have on the other side you have Giannis, who I yeah. I like Giannis, Giannis. is probably gonna be the next he's gonna be in he's gonna be the next guy to be put in LeBron's position as the star of the week. I don't think so. He's he's a different kind of player than LeBron. LeBron No no no, no. what I'm saying is he's gonna okay, I should rephrase that. He's gonna be the next top star or he's gonna be the next top what I mean by that is he's going to be the next he's not gonna I'm not saying he's gonna replace LeBron or try to be exactly like LeBron. What I'm saying is he's gonna be the next like star of the NBA. Like he's gonna he's be already next, he's already a superstar. I, I Well just, I mean like he's gonna be like the next poster boy. He's gonna be the number one guy of the NBA. The number one star. You know what the issue with Giannis is, and I, I think that a lot of people overlook this because of his athletic ability, his ability, you know, to take over a game. He is if I if I can give you an analogy from another sport, he's like Peyton Manning. Great during the regular season, he'll put the stats up, he'll do all the things. When he gets to the playoffs, it, it he becomes a different player. And that's as in better or worse. No, he becomes he, he shrinks. He he definitely does not live up to his uh norm, his regular season hype. When he gets in the playoffs, let me ask you this: He's never been to an NBA title. Uh, he's never been to an uh, a championship series. This is his first time. And I would. But then again, he's only like what 24, 25? Yeah. Well, no, but they've been in since he's been there. They put pieces around him, and they've become a better team. This is the first time they had, and I wouldn't even say they had a legitimate shot this this year. If you look back, the road that he that they took, they should not have gotten this far. And I'm not, I don't want to discredit anything that the Bucks or Giannis has done, but they, I do not think they were the best team coming out of. Well, the it's East. not. They don't have the best team. It's obvious. No, Giannis takes them to that next level. He takes them to that next level during the regular season again. But they finally, but here's the thing, right? You say that, but the, I think the counter argument is now they're actually doing it in the playoffs. There's there's a debate to be had there with Giannis. It seems like the team when they didn't have Giannis there actually roast the occasion. There were games that they won in the playoffs where he didn't even yeah. play, and then there were vice versa. There were games where it's almost like when he was in the game they didn't know how they wanted to play. Yeah. To be fair, they weren't fully healthy or at least at times weren't fully healthy but the bucks did beat the best team entering the playoffs or at least the consensus i assume you're gonna say brooklyn yeah they because they were the the odds on favorite especially in vegas to win the championship they had the best odds so to beat a team like that is especially you beat them you pick you beat the the team that everybody thinks is going to win, who else are you, like, what else competition? Well, realistically, you have to look at what Brooklyn was going through. They really didn't have Yeah, their... that's why I said, to be fair, they yeah. weren't, most of that series, they weren't 100%. And I would even like to that in Game 7, Bro- Brooklyn should have beat them. They should have. They, they should have. Durant, that shot that Durant had, if he had... But then again, like, people say, oh, that shot he had in the overtime. He got them to overtime. And Durant had like a 50 point game or like 60 point game. Durant uh, Durant people forget like he put that team on his back almost single-handedly because James Harden wasn't the same James Harden that we know of. Kyrie wasn't even there. 
Because yeah. he was hurt. Well, there are a lot of there are a lot of players who, and I, I mean a lot of people. Sorry, and I'm one of them. Where I I do not like LeBron, but LeBron honestly is the only person who can basically it's take the, a team by himself yeah. and bring them to a championship. LeBron Durant Durant couldn't do it. Durant was close. He's let me close. let me say this. He was very close. He because in Oklahoma City and in Brooklyn. Well, no, I. I'm just looking at this year. If they had beaten the Bucks in that game seven, oh, there's no doubt that they win. The they'd be in the play. They'd be in the finals. Right there's now. no doubt they win the championship. Yeah, because and that, that's the issue right yeah. now. There's no other player that can do what LeBron James can do, and it really frustrates me to say this. And I hate even putting Durant in this conversation. Well, to be fair, as a Thunder fan, I'm very upset with. Look how at LeBron's he championships, right? Yeah. The only year that I can say. Well, I have like a hundred percent certainty in saying that statement is twenty sixteen, when when he did it with the the Cleveland, yeah. Like when he did it last year in the Lakers, he had Anthony Davis, which is some people say the best uh, center in the game, and he had a lot of very good talent around him, like Dwight Howard and uh, Rajon Rondo. I mean, yeah. Dwight Howard Dwight is Howard's a very not the good player. He used to be no, but he's still very like he's a good depth player. Oh yeah, and it's still Dwight. Howard, you, you know, you do need depth also. scoring off the bench, and then Rajon Rondo. It's not like, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, like, I'm not saying he had an all star team, but I'm saying, like, their bench players are like they know what they're doing. Like Dwight Howard and Rajon Rondo, and a lot of they had former all stars that were, you know, looking for that one last piece of yeah, and that's energy. what a lot of people do. And that's in the what NBA they had nowadays. last year, and then you look at a lot of those championships with the Heat. Come on, he had the best team. So we're not well. No, no. Realistically, is, they had three great players, yeah. and then whatever else they could put together with the cap yeah, yeah. space they had, they did. What I'm saying is, LeBron, the only year I could say that he single handedly brought a team a championship was 2016. Okay. Because I don't think because Kyrie wasn't mentally there. Yeah. Chris or uh, Chris Love. Is it Chris Love? Kevin Love. There we go. Oh, jeez. Kevin Love. I'm horrible with names. Um, Kevin Love, he was on the downturn. He wasn't the same player he was in Minnesota. Yeah. He was like he was still an all-star, but he wasn't that. Kevin Love was wa- he was wasting some of his prime years being in Minnesota and being on that team. Well, yeah, that's that's the two like that's always the double-edged sword no matter what sport. Yeah. You either can waste your team or waste your years on a not so good team. Or you go to a good team and not get that, like, not get that, those looks that you were getting. Well, I, I look to, like, there there are many sport there are many examples of players who stay on a team, loyalty, they just want to be on that team, yeah. they don't care, they, and then towards the twilight of their career, they want to win a championship, so they try to go to a team That's that they think they can do Marty. that with. Marty did that. Yeah. Martin Bredor, for those that don't know who we're talking about, Tom Brady has done it. Payne Manning did it. But I'm saying people who couldn't win and went then went to a team to try okay, to win. Okay, so yeah, Marty. Yeah. Well, you could even look at, well, Fitz didn't, Fitz, uh, Larry Fitzgerald didn't leave his team, but like, no. you you can't tell me that he hasn't been completely loyal to the Cardinals. I, I feel like he's been completely loyal. 100% loyal. And it's it's so there the there are these players on these teams that where they it's don't... like they never win a championship. and yeah. You you have to wonder sometimes. I mean, we can we can go down the list of like great. How many? Players. How many? You look at how many of the guys with the sharks. 
Yeah. They had to leave, their, you know, like Joe Thor and Joe Pravelski. Yeah. Like, a lot of those guys, like, they were with the Sharks for so many years, even though Joe Thorne was traded to the Sharks. Yeah. But really, when you think of Joe yeah. Thornton, you think of him on the Sharks. Uh, yeah, you think of him as a Shark. And, like, I feel like looking around the NBA, a lot of players kind of just... There, there's not as Damian much... Damian Lillard yeah. is a, just maybe the biggest example because he's finally, like... Although he's not as loyal to the team now that he used to be yeah. because, like, now he's requested he's uh, his trade out of Portland. Like, yeah. he wants out of Portland because... They've they're probably one of the prime exam, examples, maybe along with also with the seventy sixers that they're very good when it comes to the regular season, but then they fizzle out when it comes to the uh, playoffs. Well, I look and I I just I try to kind of there are just teams that it just seems like no matter what they're gonna waste yeah these superstars prime years and yeah then, then they're never gonna really they're never gonna get a championship <laughs> I mean what's what's the main reason that you play a sport I would say it's to win a championship so you know some people do have different ones it's just for the love of the game to just to play some yeah. people just want to get paid but as realistically money. if you yeah. if you ask most people they want to win championships. yeah that championship is that like that ultimate validation. That you've succeeded. Yeah, and it there are a lot of play the great players that stay on these teams, and like it's not even a fault of their own; they just never yeah. win. And then you kind of just wonder, you're like, what happened there? Uh, and you know, so I, that's kind of how I feel about Chris Paul. He's been yeah. on several teams, and like this is this is his best, this and is, I think this is his only chance to win a title. It, yeah, because it depends on like, will he stay with the Suns, and will if let's say he does stay with the Suns. Well, they still do good. Well, here's the thing. Most people, especially in the NBA, from what it seems like, you win a championship, and then you're like, all right, I won my championship. I can just go wherever I want now. I, I, did, I did what I wanted to do. For Yeah, because the NBA is like has been a, become a lot of that, that super team for three years, and then everything gets blown up. It almost devalues these players who get yeah. rings because they just went to a team it really, where they were like, oh, I'll get a ring if I And a lot here. of the, like the NBAs, like their contract, their contract rules. Yeah. If you're like, if you're a part of my team and you're expiring, like you have an expired contract and we got to renegotiate, yeah. the max years I could offer you is five. And like for somebody, like if I want to sign a free agent, the max uh, number of years I can offer you is four. That's the only sport that I know that has that. I mean, football, I, I understand I with the contracts, it, it, there's there's a lot of, you know, there are reasons. It's not just like... it's, oh. But I, I feel like it's all, like, the whole structure of the NBA is designed for that short-term success. Yeah. Where every other sport, it's like long-term, you're trying to build that dynasty for the long-term. But in the NBA, it's like, hey, we're going to go all in now. If we get a championship within three years, okay, fine. Yeah, I mean, a lot of teams, you see this in all sports, these dynasties. Yeah. These and then that's why you have teams like Charlotte and like New Orleans and Sacramento that can't really compete yeah. because they're not making money to go spend the free agents. And then they had nobody showing up at the stands. Next thing you know, they move to some, uh, some random city. But also, you, there are a lot of teams where you have to look at ownership and you have to look at how the team is actually being run. Do you have owners that are willing to shell out money or you have yeah. owners that are like, I'm going to keep the money for myself. I don't care if we don't do well. And that's where it's a lot of lot of frustration when you see these billionaires just yeah. like, I don't want to spend money. It's like, so you want to you basically 
get get this profit, not have a winning team, and yeah. and basically you're you're starving these fans of a better situation. So, with that, right? Yeah. I want to flip to a topic, that and with I the really, greatest segue ever, yeah. I'm going to flip to this topic now. <laughs> I, I want to talk about a topic that is I'm very excited for. Yes. Uh, that comes out this week. I think I know what you're referring to. Yes, the where since we were talking about building teams, a team will be built this Wednesday. By the time this episode uploads, it'll probably already be over. But we have the NHL will be building its 32nd team this Wednesday. Seattle Kraken is uh, conducting its expansion draft. Mm-hmm. And as of today, the day we were filming this, there was a... every The whole league released its protection list, except for Vegas, since they don't have to really participate in this because, you know, they're, they're, uh, they're still kind of new. Yeah, I was going to say, technically, they don't have to... But, yeah, so they have the, expand, uh, the protection list, and there was a lot of names that were left off or that were um, exposed in the draft. Oh, yeah. So we just want to talk about what we predict may happen Name some players that might be going, especially the explodes ones. So we can do if we want to do. Well, okay, I got so like some of the names here, like right, like Carey Price, yeah. Shea Weber. That was a big one when I when Carey I Price that. is Carey like Price one of those players that we going back to what we were talking about. He's very loyal to Montreal. Yeah, they were loyal to him, so he's loyal to them. Another uh, big name target that's been exposed, Shea Weber, mm-hmm. who's also from Montreal. He's had a lot of injury uh, problems, but this past year really started to come into his own, and really started to be a leader that Montreal needed. Another big name is probably one of the biggest, especially with his recent trade rumors. Vladimir Tarasenko. Yeah, that's one, that one's going to make me sad if he's gone, but I feel I like... I feel like he will get picked up. That's too big of a name to be left out there exposed. He's got two years, I think seven and a half remaining. Well, I mean, you, I'm going to go specifically, since we're talking about Tarasenko and you know some of the other players that may go off the board from St. Louis. A lot to, of the big names that were exposed are goalies. Yeah. So you got guys like Ben Bishop. Carey Price, Martin Jones, Frederick Anderson, Peter Mazarek, Yaroslav Herlock, Tuka Rosk. A lot of big names there. Yeah. So they will be set. Well, I, I feel like... Hell, is, is Seattle going to look at what Vegas did and, and build from... Because there's three names that I think definitely will get taken. Yeah. Jonathan Quick, Matt Murray, Brendan Holby. My choice is with Holby because he's he's younger of those three. Yeah, I was going to say. Well, Matt Murray's pretty young also. Uh, let's see, Matt Murray Matt is... Matt Murray's relatively young. I mean, out of those three, I feel like, yeah. He's 27, yeah, so he's the youngest. My bad. I was going to say Matt Murray, I believe, is the youngest out of those three. But There's another player, like, and you go to the defenseman, right? Yeah. You have guys like Shane Gostas here with Philadelphia, Kevin Shattenkirk, Aaron Johnson... Mark Giordano was just huge name. There are some free agent guys that like. There are some free agent goalie or uh, players that I don't like a lot. Not a lot of people think would be taken. Like specifically, one obviously is Alexander Ovechkin and Gabriel Landeskog. They are even though they were left unprotected, they I have a feeling like they're not going to be taken because they're free agents. 
there's a whole because the thing is they could be taken by the the Kraken but not end up signing with that team. So that's that whole risk of do you want to use a pick on a guy that is probably not even going to play for you. But yeah, like there are some other big names, like especially defensemen like PK Saban. Who's a name? As much as I love him, I hope he does get taken because that's nine million off the book. No, honestly, I, I I would say that if Subban was playing better, the Devils would have protected him. Yeah, and there was no reason to go after Ryan Graves. Yep, that's he, why I I I think that I think it would be dumb for the Kraken, good for the Devils if he's yeah. taken off. I I don't feel it because I. I feel mean, are they gonna are they gonna take him because of like, name? Yeah, that's a name value, and you know. That, you want to sell tickets. You're yeah, gonna, that marketing. Yeah. It'd be good for marketing. But then there's also guys like Matt DeShane, Ryan Johansson, Jordan Eberle, Josh Bailey, Adam Henrique, Jeff Skinner, James Van Vreemdijk, uh, Jakob Voracek. I, I'm horrible with names. You sound I like you're having a stroke it. right now. No. <laughs> I could be. Oscar Lindbergh. Oh, uh, no, no. He was protected. My bad. Stahl would be a good pickup. I mean, they're, uh, Eric Stahl, not not the other one. But there are a lot of names that are left to be protected, that were left unprotected, that a lot of big names that all people didn't think would be unprotected. Yeah. So and I can only imagine what's going on inside the like inside the organization right now, where they're just like, it's really we in, need to hit on all these picks. Because here's the thing, right? There are a lot of star names that are available. Yeah. The Kraken. And also go around because there's a trade freeze in effect. So, which was yesterday at three o'clock. Mm-hmm. So, like right before the deadline, there was a lot of trades that were announced. Ryan Ellis got moved to Philly. One of the big ones I saw was that uh, Haskinen was resigned eight years by the yes. Dallas Stars, which big eight years, seventy six point six million. Yeah. So that's eight point four five. I think he's like the, now the fifth or sixth highest paid defenseman he's, he's on AAB. Well. Yeah. But the thing is. So there's a trade freeze in effect that Seattle can trade with any team they want, and for the other teams, they could only trade with Seattle until the expansion draft, and pretty much you could see the same thing what Vegas did entering their draft is trading with teams so that they don't so they don't have to uh, choose unprotected players. Yeah. Like, and the thing with Vegas is that worked out wonders for them. Because they got a lot of their core through their trades like that. Like, especially one of the biggest names is uh, Jonathan Marchessault. He was... I love hearing you say... Marchessault. 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 See, I don't trust you sometimes. Because... <laughs> That's how you sound, Marchessault. <laughs> Let me ask you a question, right? Now, I, I, I'm the problem... I just hear Marchessault all the time. How or many Marchisalt. teams are in the Big Ten? They're 12. Wrong, it's 14. Oh, yeah, they added the two. I looked it up. And because I, I remember we were talking about this at the college football, and I was like, "How many teams are in the Big Ten? You said twelve, and I was like, "I'm not sure. I'm just gonna go with you." You know, that. I feel like they should change the name if there's not ten teams in it. But you know, the Big Fourteen I, 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 doesn't I'm, sound the same as the Big Ten. I'm not arguing on that. I just feel like if you're gonna have a number in your in your thing, that's how many teams should be in it. That's, but that's I'm a, not gonna argue a with debate that. for another time. But I'm just gonna say. I think it's Jonathan March Assault, not Marsha. You need to do more of your history and your fact checks. Marsha, So the point is what I'm trying to make is like he's a big contributor to Vegas, and they got him through one of those trades so that they got him with a trade with Florida so that Vegas didn't select a certain person. I forgot who the person was. So like that's how yeah. Vegas really built a lot of their team was making trades 
with certain teams, and especially after the draft, they made more trades, or after the expansion draft, but before the the first round of the NHL draft, they yeah. made even more moves to, like, I know one guy was Ben Chariot. Yeah. He was traded, like, he was selected by Vegas, or I think he was traded to Vegas so that they wouldn't select a certain person. And then he, from Ottawa, he was traded. I could only imagine, like, being traded. there, I'm like, I'd have headaches thinking about, like, all the different that, ways that like, we yeah, should or could that's do That's how you, that's why you got to pick the right people. Yeah. Building your franchise. Because, or you can not care and well, then just be I'm like, oh, we're an expansion about, team, whatever I'm happens. I'm talking about building, picking the right, like, scouts and, like, personnel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not talking so about, you yeah. have, like, all these options available. And then, like, you work the phones. Like, Ron Francis is a very smart man. Yeah. I'm sure he probably, he does, probably does have a number of trades lined up. And they probably won't even announce them until Wednesday so you know, make that first show back on ESPN like wild. Yeah, you want to you want to keep it under wraps just because. Yeah, of... they're probably keeping a lot of stuff under wraps. Yeah. But um, yeah. So yeah, this expansion draft is looking to be a pretty fun night. I mean, I just see. Yeah, I I I've been looking through some of the names, and I'm like, I'm glad I'm not the one that has to make all these decisions. Yes, yeah, like I promise you, Tarasenko is definitely going to be taken. Because he's got years. He's got two years left, and he's probably... He has the, two repaired shoulders, and we're going to hope that he He's actually, the best name available. And I tell you right now, if he does get taken, St. Louis is going to regret it. Because they're giving him up for pretty much free. Yeah. no, And, and they're losing him for free. Meanwhile, a number of days ago, there was a... Or actually yesterday, I saw there was a report yeah. that New Jersey tried to kick some tires on a potential deal and they were willing to eat up the entire 7.5 cap hit that he came with but St. Louis didn't like the return yeah and well that's the thing you have you have to think like if you're gonna give up a player like that I'm not saying he's but if you leave him exposed you're gonna lose him for free yeah and that uh, it's it's the balancing act but I feel like St. Louis I think with the injury history, with Tarasenko, with everything that's happened, he's won his cup. I guess. I, th- I guess they're fine with this, with the title window closing. Because I mean, I ex- and like that's another thing. Like, you, there's probably going to be a, a rebuild in, in the not so oh, distant yeah, yeah. future for St. Louis. So, especially Which, with bringing bringing Ryan O'Reilly and ha- you know they have these pieces, they have these young players, which it it's kind of weird to see because I don't think St. Louis is going to want. A rebuild. Yeah, it's kind of like those teams that do like a half. Re- like they don't even do a rebuild. They kind of do like a half. Like oh, we're gonna. It's like a the softest reset you can think of. It well, it it's like a team like the Yankees have did a number of years ago. Oh wow, is that is that our first sponsor, Mister Softy? Mister Softy with the ice cream. <laughs> oh my god, that uh, ice cream right now would be great. Yes, but anyway. <laughs> but the point I was trying to make was like the Yankees a number of years ago. They made a lot of trades. Yeah. Uh, they traded away a lot of older talents, like Aroldis Chapman. I think James McCann was one, Carlos Beltran. But they traded away a number of guys and got a lot of talent back in return. Yeah. Now a lot of that talent is currently like Gary Sanchez, Gleyber Torres, uh, Gio Shella. Yeah. Uh, like a lot of these younger guys that are now like starters for the Yankees that are legitimate, like, 
top guys for the Yankees, they're, they were made from trades from five years. So it's not really like a rebuild. It's more of a retool. Or re, not a reset. Reset's the wrong word. They, uh, like I said, it's a retool. Yeah, retool. Because you're not really like blowing it up, but you're making moves to help like change some things up. I'm just curious how... Because I I do agree with you. There's gonna be a, there's gonna be some sort of retooling slash rebuilding with the Blues. But one one hard hard reset that I've been um, looking at is another one of my teams, the Oklahoma City Thunder, where they've been they've traded they've traded they've traded they've stacked up and accumulated all these early round picks, and I think they have 18 first round picks in the next seven drafts. So realistically, if you hit on half of them, you'll have possibly a playoff contender, assuming you don't completely disband whatever yeah. core you have now, because right now they have Kemba Walker is, I, I think, the player that they're looking to basically bridge the gap between this, what they're going through right now, and whatever success they will have in a couple of years down the road, hopefully. As long as they make, make good some of their picks, or even... I'm going to say, out of the 18, they need to make, like, nine, like, hit-it-out-of-the-park picks to really get going. Wait, how many first-round picks do they have? They have, I, I think the last time I checked, they had 18 in the first seven, in the next seven drafts. Oh, yeah. 18 first-round picks. Well, here's the thing, right? If you have 18 in the next first seven, right? Yeah. you got to trade some of them out away and get, like, because that's, I think, the biggest to me, like that's you're saying, maybe go after a, a veteran, kind of go after like a. I wouldn't say like I like a, like a 26 year old, 27 year old guy that you know is a starter, an all star, and like if you're like if you f- like to me like those are the final pieces that are rebuild. But here's my thing right now, and well, the, and this like, is this is where I'm coming from. Well, no, you have I'm, to want if you're gonna get a superstar. If you're gonna do what you say you're gonna do. Well, what I'm saying is like rebuild the foundation, and like I'm I'm not really talking about these. That should be that should be one of the drafts. last things. to yeah, do. Yeah, I'm talking yeah. about those later like first round picks. Yeah, not you're not trading picks away to no, get the no, guy no, right no, now. No, no, you're no. trading away the picks to get I'm a saying guy. Like, down yeah, the... yeah. Like if you're like you see that like you're getting over that hill, like the winds are coming in. Yeah. And you feel like you like th- like there should be a point from where you should be focusing on your future, yeah. Versus your like your now, and for basketball, that's very like a very small window. Yeah, it's not. The, it's not like the way we it were used talking to be. about earlier. Basketball is more of a short term game now. Yeah. Instead of like hockey or football or baseball, where it's a very long term planning thing. Yeah. Well, basketball, it seems like they blow up team. They they're dismantling teams left and right sometimes. I mean, it's one not like even dismantling teams. It's just players just wanting to go play for the next all star team, yeah. the next big three somewhere else. Yeah, and that's where like it just seems like there's a lot of just people just people I just think moving around wherever. That's why it's also like such a disinterest. It's because with the NBA, is because a team like. Cleveland Cavaliers, right? Yeah. They were good for like four or five years. And right when they started to get like really, really good, LeBron left. Yeah. Then they were the the worst team for like five years. Then LeBron came back. Then they were the best team for like three years. And then LeBron left. And then now they're horrible again. Yeah. So it's like, like that's, that's extremely bad for like, 
teams, like if for teams that are not the Knicks, that are not the Lakers, that are not the Celtics, that are not the Bulls, that don't have that history. marquee, yeah, that history and yeah. that that name brand to survive off of, like a team like the Kings, the Pelicans, the Bobcats or Bobcats, the Hornets, yeah, the Magic, like they can't, the Thunder. The Thunder. Well, they, can't they really used to be the Sonics, and they actually the did have a history. The, the, the Sonics could survive, not the Thunder. Yeah. Well, once they moved and everything, I was I was very upset about that. But the that. point I'm trying to make is, like, these smaller market teams that don't have a history can't really survive off of that. Like, yeah. it's tight. I mean, it is, it, it's just the way that they, It's the way that the NBA is. Yeah. It's the way that, they've, that the NBA has kind of made it at this point. Like, that's why it, it might be... It might be not such a smart idea to have a second Canadian team, because especially with the Canadian dollar, it's not as strong as the United States dollar. Yeah. So you have that like f- fluctuated fluctuation. That word. <laughs> if you kind of have that fluctuation. I'm a walking thesaurus over yes, here. Yes, you are. <laughs> um. No. No. Walking subtitle. Yeah. So like you have that fluctuation in a franchise, especially in the NBA, it it might not breed long term success. Because that, that's the biggest thing for a franchise is long-term success. Yeah, and I, I feel like a lot of teams like kind of overlook that. Like, you look at the Suns right now. The Suns are built to win now, and that's yeah. why it will be so disheartening, especially to Chris Paul, especially to Devontae Booker, you know, all the, all the players on that team right now. If basically this is their shot, LeBron's out of the way, Steph's out of the way, all these other teams yeah. have gotten out of the way. Like, look at the Warriors. If they can't get out of their own way and win this title, they're not going to win. The Warriors literally had the best team of all time. Yeah. And now, like, they are they haven't even made the playoffs in the last couple of years. Well, they, the injuries they even, have happened. Well, and, yeah, injuries. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't really, because you know that if they weren't as injured as they have been, they, yeah, they'd be they, in the playoffs. They'd be in the playoffs, but they could, they could be, like, a first-round exit, like, team. Yeah, kind of like the... Kind of like the Blues, you know. Yeah. You win a title, and then next two years you get bounced in the first. Well, round. the the Warriors won like three titles in like five years of making straight NBA finals. Well, yeah, they they've had they had a lot of players, but like realistically, I think going back to the finals for the NBA, do you have a prediction of what you think is going to happen? Because realistically, it's I'm either gonna go with the I'm going to go with the overused meme: Bucks and six. Bucks and six. Because I don't see I don't see Phoenix. I don't like with the healthy Giannis. Yeah. I don't think they could be stopped. I especially disagree. Going, I actually going think with home, Giannis there, they have a worse shot. Going in going into your home court for game six to win the championship, Bucks are gonna come out full like nonstop. Like they're gonna come full gear. I'm saying Bucks and seven. I, I say it goes seven, but the Bucks still win. I, like, I could see the Phoenix winning Game 6, but I don't see them winning Game 7. Like, to me, the Bucks. are Well, that's what I'm saying. I think the Bucks are going to win, and it's going to be so sad. Yeah. Because Chris Paul is going to be one of those players, like a Dan Marino, like a Jim Kelly. You know, these players that have never yeah. won a title, but were, there's one player, amazing, were great players. There's one player in hockey that, like, really, like, like, I don't like the moment, but it's played nonstop. Ray Bork. When he won with the Colorado Avalanche in 2001, yeah. the reason I don't like it is because it was against my team. Mm-hmm. We could have had three cups in four years. Oh, but that's great, though. 
But like that, the point is like that moment's played throughout history. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, whenever you look back at these at, at these sports history, there's always these moments. Championships. There's these iconic moments that you look at. And these players, like these long, like all star, like Hall of Fame level players that never won a championship, and yeah. then they finally get that championship. Yeah, I think I don't know why Ray Lewis is coming to my mind, but he had won a title beforehand. They won like in two thousand. Yeah, I'm like I'm trying to think of football that this. Oh, people to. who won in the twilight of their career. Yeah, like towards the end of their career. I can't like a name is not going to. Jerome Bettis. I mean, I'm just thinking off the top of my head. Oh yeah. As a okay. Steelers fan, uh, Jerome Bettis winning, and that was his and last season. You look at the like the number of players in football that haven't won a championship that definitely deserve one because they're a legendary hero, like uh, Bo, Bo Jackson. Yeah. Well, yeah. he shredded his knee, and that yeah. was it. He they could have won with him, but Bo Jackson. Um, he never got the chance. Barry Sanders, Calvin Johnson. Well, Barry Sanders was. Both of them were on Detroit, and unfortunately, Detroit's like a like a place where people yeah. where careers go to die. Like, Barry Sanders single handedly pretty much brought them to the playoffs. There are so many years. guys in football that yeah. should have a championship, but unfortunately, Andre don't. Andre Johnson. Andre Before Johnson. Before he left. It, I was going to say Adrian Peterson, but sometimes he could be a shitty person. Well, I mean, that doesn't mean he's a bad player, though. He's one of the best running backs of all time. Yeah, and that's why you can't, you can't describe. I understand where you're coming yeah. from from a personal perspective. But, like, a lot of times... And that people, says a lot for, yeah. you know, a Packer fan saying that about a Viking. Yeah, and it's... I mean, I'm trying to think of other other players, other great players who have never won one. I hate to say it. I mean, Andrew Luck, you know, retiring Baseball. early. He was he was great. Baseball, one guy that for me, CC Sabathia. Joey Votto, he'll never win. Yeah, he'll never win. He'll never win. Unfortunately, like uh, CC Sabathia, definitely yeah. deserves a championship, but unfortunately, never got one because he played with Cleveland his first number of years. Oh no! Actually, he did. No, my fault. Yeah, I was gonna my say. Bad. I think he did. But yeah, two thousand nine, his first year with the Yankees. Yeah. My bad. But yeah, no, like it. It seems like there's a lot. It's just. It's just so frustrating when you look at certain players yeah. where you're like, they j- just were in the wrong place at the wrong time. NBA, you can avoid that. Yeah, NBA, really you can avoid that by just building a super team, yeah. going wherever you need to, and then yeah, you'll most likely you'll at least most reach a title yeah. game. What you know, if you win one, even better. But yeah, so and with that, I think we're going to wrap it up today. It's been a very hot day outside. Yes, yeah, a very hot day. We got we got a Money in the Bank tonight to watch, so that's going to be interesting. Yeah, it's going to be a nice relaxer to go to sleep to. Yeah, definitely. Ooh. <laughs> WWE's getting shots. Yeah. AEW. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, thank you for tuning in. We appreciate all three listeners, maybe, who, who listen to this podcast. Shout out to our friend in Belgium, our corporate daddy. Shout out I'll to I'll see Belgium. you at the Belgian Grand Prix. <laughs> and with that, we're going to call it a day. Thank you for listening and. Follow us on social media Facebook. Yeah. Twitter? Yeah, we got that too. Instagram? Maybe. OnlyFans? Definitely. We're going to get there. JV Squad Pod. Capital J, capital V, capital S, quad, P-O-D. I tried to shout out the band. <laughs> hey, if you guys want to make a uh, song for us for our intro, more than happy to. It's better than the generic royalty-free stuff that we use. Yep. And we are going to sign off. Thank you all. 
remember when the starters are out, when the backups are out, the JV squad is here to pick you up.